the mood, which you're fucking... Why, well, hello! Hey! <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Dublin City Comics Geek Easy <laughs> podcast. We're back! Yeah, we're back, kind of. Uh, as always, brought to you by our good friends at Rogue Comics Ireland or the Rogue Podcast Network or whatever the fuck Wayne has decided to call it this week. And our benevolent, nameless, faceless accomplices at YouTube. Here with us tonight, as usual, is me, Doc, talking bollocks, and I'm joined by... Me, Wayne, not talking bollocks. I will have all the interesting facts. No, I won't. What? I won't. I lie. Fact checked. I no. I've been hidden away in my house for the last month and a half. I've no idea what's going on Don't in the world. I've. I've. I. I'm like. It's like. It's like now on Facebook when you go onto Facebook and the way Facebook's uh, algorithm is, you're seeing posts from like last Thursday. Yeah. You feel like Marty McFly when he arrives in 1955. And he's walking <laughs> around Hill Valley going, "Huh?" That's kind of what you feel like. But that's that's my life at the moment. But anyway, yeah, fucking, you're doing a damn sight better than me, and I'm still living two months ago. <laughs> we are only only just starting to get the fucking dust settled on the the shitstorm. <laughs> that is the move, uh, or the uh, amalgamation. No, I, I prefer to think of it as the rug pull. The rug pull. It's the rug pull. It's like a magic carpet ride, except you land face first in your teeth. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the magic carpet's going that way. You're going the other way. Uh, just for the benefit of people listening, I'm pointing in opposite fucking directions in case that wasn't obvious. But yeah, you get rug reefed teeth. There you go. Worse than a good rug reef. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the shop has kind of. I don't think I ever want to have a, a good or bad rug reef. No. So the shop is now like a kind of wrestling all, move. It is. It's all one thing on the cable. It's on the cable street store. Well, yeah, because Bolton Street is dead. Long live Bolton Street. <laughs> Long live Bolton Street. Um, <clears throat> to get into it without getting too much into it. A guy bought the building. He basically said, this is great. I like this. We went, cool. We have what's called a standing lease in this country. We've got this lease for two more years. He went, that's great. I don't care. Your rent is now tripled. We're like, wait a minute, what? And uh, it turns out, yeah, his missus is a solicitor. They bought loads of buildings. They've been doing this left, right and centre all over the place. They're already lawyered up. We can't win in this pissing contest. Once. So we basically were told, you've got two weeks to get out. We managed to stress it out, stretch it out a little bit longer than that, but... Man, fucking literally rug pulled right out from under. So we that right there, folks, is what's wrong with this country. Yeah. So we were lucky, lucky, lucky enough to land kind of on our feet, <clears throat> near enough to our current position with with uh, cable street. We managed to squeeze everything in, basically, just about. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just trying to get everything back to normal. But man, it's been a fucking crazy two months. Even outside of that, we've um. As a lot of our customers, I'm probably gonna, you didn't want me to get into this, but I'm going to get into it real quick. A lot of our customers didn't realize we've been buying stuff from more suppliers recently in an effort to try and get shit cheaper and get the Hasbro stuff before everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Hasbro sold us a couple of liters of Kool-Aid, which we drank. Tasted real fucking nice at the time. <laughs> it was good Kool-Aid. Yeah. So basically they fed us a whole lot of bullshit saying they were going to start supplying stores like us and moving away from the bigger chains so that we'd be in a better position. So we signed on with a crowd in the UK who were able to get the stuff from them. Everything was cool and gravy. And then all of a sudden Hasbro just stopped talking to said store and just started selling all the stuff to the usual suppliers anyway. So yeah, we jumped the gun a little bit and we got fucked. Royally fucked. So without getting too much into it, we're going to get shit back. But if you see stuff everywhere else and we haven't got it, we're real fucking sorry, but we fucked up. So we're going to try and Look, get back on the be, horse. You believed what your distributors were going to tell. We're telling you. You went yeah. to it. You went to a thing where they were like, "This is what we're going to do," and you're like, "Okay, that's what you're going to do." We were stored. It was like one of them PR seminars. We were going, "Yeah, woo!" And everyone's clapping. It was. It was and Tom you know Cru- it's a Ponzi scheme. Oh, Tom Cruise and Magnolia. You fucking know. And I was fucking what you call him, Matthew McConaughey, up on stage going, "It's going to be yeah, it's going to be, like, be all right, all, all right, right, all right. right." Everything is not all right, all right. He fucking lied. Well, yeah, if I do find that cunt from Alex, I'm going to string him out by his bollocks. Yeah. And if you're offended by the word cunt, I'm sorry, but it's or, the best way to describe him. Or bollocks. Yeah. Why would you be uh, offended by bollocks? It's funny, nobody's offended by bollocks, but the offended I by I don't understand words. the offensive words. I don't understand people getting offended by words. It's yeah. the meaning behind the words and the actual infliction or the inflection on the words that you're using. The venom that you're yeah. pushing behind those words. The word itself is not offensive. It's the prick behind the words that's <laughs> saying them. That's generally where the See George is. Carlin on YouTube. Yeah. Exactly. George Carlin rules all. Basically. Especially when discussing this particular words topic. Exactly. But yeah, basically, yeah, we're getting, with the move and all the rest of it, the dust is starting to settle. We're starting to get our head back on our shoulders. It's, it's been a rough fucking time. We're not out of it yet, but we'll get there. So thank you, everybody who has bared with us. If you haven't borne with us, well, good luck and fuck you, as Des says. <laughs> we're going to yeah. do what we can to get through. If you're not going to stick by us, we appreciate the fact that you've no patience, but 
we've got a fucking tough climb. So you're yeah. with us, cool. If you're not with us, that's cool. It's your decision to make. But in hey, this day and age, uh, like, I know I'm on this podcast and I'm part of like you know like people probably would see me like you know he's drank the Kool Aid of Dublin City Comics. I've been a customer. We don't have Kool Aid, but that's it. I've been a customer in this shop for a very long time, and we've been friends for longer than that. And it's a case of I'm willing to support a local shop, a, a brick and mortar store, rather than go elsewhere and buy from a chain or buy from an online supplier, because in this day and age, that's what's important. Yeah, for no, me, per, for me personally, that's what's important. And I get that some shit gets lost in the mail or suppliers are delayed. I'm not as big a collector as a lot of people tend to be. Like I'm not as adamant that I have to have the newest release yeah. right now. And I have to have it like on my shelf the same time everyone else has it. If I get no, no, it, no, I no, get no, 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 no. You don't want even it beforehand. You want it before everyone. Else before, does. fine. And yeah. there are people out there that that's the way they operate. And that's the way they collect their stuff, and that's fine. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's grand. I'm probably like that way, maybe with computer games. But I'm willing. I if I have to wait for something, I'll be patient and be wait. I'll wait for it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Are we to be honest? We don't want people to have to wait. We just we're in a situation where unfortunately we have to wait. Yeah. And Look, shit's shit's gone sideways. Yeah, like and, and like depending on your own individual situation, if you're a collector and you're and you're really passionate about these things, fair play for your passion. That's yeah. fine. I'm I'm passionate about a lot of things as well, and I I care about them. And it's, when stuff doesn't go my way, I get a bit miffed. But at the end of the day, the way I see it personally, I'm supporting a local business yeah. and helping my mates at the same time. That's a double bonus for me. Um, so I'll I I I get why people might be a bit upset, but I also don't understand why people can't just understand that the the situation dictated the the, the, well, the, the kind of things yeah well that is, that is as it is like some people just don't want to talk about it and that that's the other thing that i would really appreciate is if any of our regular customers are feeling this shit or they're pissed off with this shit or they think we're too expensive on some items which hands in the fucking air which obviously you can't see on fucking radio hands are in the air we have been expensive on a couple of other bits because we got them from different suppliers expecting them early and they arrived late and we still had to pay the same amount at the same supplier yeah. So that kind of fucked us on a couple of grand. So I was only talking to a regular customer today who had the same issue about the stuff being slightly more expensive. And that, hands in the air, I, I didn't realize it was till I did a bit of price checking myself today. And now I realize where we are. I'm not getting shit from that supplier anymore. Cool. Well, that's you're, you're being proactive about it. But if people tell me shit, we can deal with shit. If people don't tell us shit, we can't deal with shit. It's yeah. that fucking simple. So if you do have a problem with the shop, if it's me, we don't give a shit. Fucking tell us. Yeah. We need to fucking know, folks, and we really appreciate good candor. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Dust um, will settle. We will fucking keep going, regardless of what happens. Irregardless of what happens. Well, here's the thing. Regarding what happens. Uh, well, words again, they're yeah. problematic. One thing I did, because we, we, were, we were wondering when we were going to get back to recording the podcast, and I, I've been waiting to talk about this for a while, because uh, I have, there's one thing that I do collect, actually, and I've only realized that since I looked at my bookshelf. Mickey's. I, no, no, I have a no, perfectly, Mickey's. I have a perfectly all right solo collection of a Mickey that only I'm perfectly one. happy with. Um, mint in box, yeah. mint in box. Mm. It actually smells of mint in the box. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> but the one thing that I do seem to be collecting, unbeknownst to myself, just happened to like it's like somebody poured water on a mogwai and it just multiplied. Is art books? Oh yeah. I've always dipped in and out of certain art books of certain genres, but movies, I've liked video games, etc. Video games and movies for for sure. Um, but I've noticed when I look at my, upon my shelf now, my multiple shelves now at this stage, that I seem to have a huge motherfucking collection of art books. And plus I've got three more sitting in my pull list that I'm going to pick up next week. The Plug one is really the Plug, good. The Plug volume, the Art of Plug volume one and two. Yeah. Are, I have both of them myself. Yeah, probably two of the most beautiful books I have ever had the pleasure of looking through. Mm. Like some people might look at this coffee table material, yeah. but for me it's reference. It's pure fucking reference from anything from comic books to D&D campaigns to writing to anything. Like yeah. you get so much inspiration from these books. Um, and I, 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 there's, there, there's such a wide variety of things available as well. Even if you look at the shelves over there, I only noticed tonight when we were before you locked up the shop, there's a, a an Eat Art of Evangelion print book over there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, Evangelion it's, illustrations, I think. It's yeah, it's really nice. It's 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 something like it's close to, I want to say it's a three in size, roughly. It's kind of it's large format. It's large hardback format. Yeah, yeah, it's well, it's it's floppy back. It's not hardback. No, it's large hardback. Sorry, size not format. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's it's a beautiful book. But it's like stuff like that 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 I I like. I'll come in. Can and we have a whole shelf of that now? I've actually put there's a, a full a specific. Like, yeah. This is what I'm saying. These are becoming more and more common in stores, mm-hmm. um, and it's good to see. Because there's so many different variants. I, I say this to you all the time. I kick myself 
Oh, I was going to mention the book. I didn't yeah. want to. Yeah, <laughs> there's one book that I let slip through my fingers, and you cannot get it for love nor money. Is the Borderlands Two art book? Unless you're like me and you have it. Yeah, and you have it, and and it's gorgeous. And every now and again, I get photographs just <laughs> randomly sent to me. I would actually, man. I I generally use that as reference for when I'm painting Gundam and stuff, just because all the the guns and stuff just the colors really pop on the so when I'm yeah. painting kits and stuff, it just it really kind of works to just study the color tones and shit like. Yeah, well, that's the one thing about the Borderlands art style. It's got that real. It's very vibrant. It really jumps out at you. Yeah. But it's just, it seems to be that I'm collecting a lot of them. So over there, I think at the moment, we've got the Art of Plug Volume 2, because I have Volume 1 at home. Yeah. Um, I have the uh, the Destiny Grimmer, and it's so much an art book. It's a storybook with a lot of artwork, and it's the history of Destiny, the game. Did you get the Destiny art book, did you? I have the Destiny art book, both of them. Um, again, like there's, there's our Destiny art book 1 and 2. Uh, and they are fucking gorgeous. Like, the oh, oh my God. I've just noticed one of the art books I wrote down to mention. I copied it directly from our supplier and they spelled Expanse with a C. <laughs> the Expank. The Expank. You're making it. See, that's the thing. There's so many. I actually well, yeah, just, just a list off of the ones that are coming in soon. Like the most popular, These are all art books. Yeah, the most requested one so far is the interlinked Art of Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, I have that on my list. Um, James Cameron's The Abyss art book. Uh, Super Mario Art of Mario Odyssey. The Art of Many Mistakes of Eric Powell. Art of Making the Expank. Uh, Art of Borderlands Three. You better, you better fucking get this one. You fan. is it? Well, that's I. I said to you when that gets announced, put me down for it. Well, it's announced and I haven't put you down for it. Yet. Fucking put me down for it. I will do. What the fuck is that? Dort. Um, Jeez, it looks like a fucking razor blade. Me shoe. Right. Um, also, uh, the Art of Diablo. I'll be getting that one myself. Mm. Uh, art of Disney villains. Uh, art of Ponyo on the cliff. Oh. Uh, pretty sure we've had that one in already. That must be another delayed one. Uh, art of Rage Two. Rage 2, whatever you think about the game, the art style was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I'm like, Rage Rage 2 is like, it's like Borderlands Marmite, really. It's not like Borderlands, you take that back, you fucking... But that's, that's what they, it came, Rage 1 came out roughly around the same time as Borderlands 2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it at all. It really no, it doesn't. Got the feel. It doesn't, but it's the post-apocalyptic kind yeah. of desert scenario crazy game. I only played it many moons later. I think even as much as Borderlands has the invisible walls and stuff in the area... The invisible walls in um, Rage just seem more oppressive. It's like it's really kind of squishing you in yeah. and making you do stuff. I think that's why. I think it's, it's because the game looks more realistic. Yeah, it could the be game that. has a has a certain level but of. It realism. looks realistic, but it's got that whole Bethesda kind of Fallout slash um, Morrowind Skyrim kind of role playing. Everything effect. looks like it's covered. No, in no, shit. no, no. Where you shoot people in the head and you're only doing a percentile damage based on the body as opposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to doing fucking head damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when you're playing a game style that looks that real, when you start shooting them in the head four times and they haven't dropped yet, you're like, this is a bit shit. Yeah. So it really took me over. Like, still haven't finished it. No, I I never finished the first one. I didn't bother going near the second mm-hmm. one because I'm still wet. I Borderlands Three will be my prize to myself once I finish colouring that's for yeah. I do. Yep. Which will be the end of end of September, start of October. If I don't get Borderlands three, I'm pretty sure Williams is gonna fucking kill me. Yeah. Him and Steph, I can actually hear them sharpening knives right now thinking about it. Yeah. I've I got done. a I got a message there telling me to uh jump onto shift to get my keys all ready to jump onto the Borderlands VIP. Yeah, got all that as well. Fucking yeah. school keys going left, right and said yes. And if I don't get them, don't go fucking whining about it. Was basically the yeah, fucking pretty much. Answer. I got Ooh. the same messages sent to me by by the group I play with, and it was a case of, uh, look, just fucking. I know you haven't got the game yet, but just do this now. Now I'd already signed up to the VIP stuff. I'd done that because that that came out when the new DLC for Borderlands Two dropped. I didn't realize with the creator ones you can do them every fucking couple of weeks. Yeah, that's mad. So there's there's different things you go on to the website and you just go through things and they give you new weapons for Borderlands yeah, 2 weapons, yeah, saw that. yeah for Borderlands 2 so the, you get new weapons in that as well and I think they, there's something about them carry, something carrying over the tree or something I think, I think it's the same weapon you get for 2 and 3 yeah 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 I could yeah. be wrong in that though but uh, no so I mean the art books they seem to be my, my new kryptonite for what I collect mm. um, because my collection I got the, the recent making of Alien one that you got in oh nice yeah that was a good fucking gorgeous book um, so that and that's at home propping up my shelving at the moment because it's a beast of a fucking thing to tome it's nice and white as well like that's the yeah <clears throat> a lot of times the art books themselves are actually like really fucking nice just to look at even before you open the fucking yeah. things and just the muted colours not just the, the white and the fucking the one logo in the centre yeah well, to, but it seems to be now that they're putting a lot more effort into art books mm. like that art of Godzilla think, King of Monsters looks amazing well, as well too. but I think they always have done I think just people are just more aware of it now 
to be honest like they've, they've always had those at kind of art books but they have I don't have they always been printed at such a large scale yeah. on some of the stuff they're that you would expect hardbacks. to have an art book mm. they're generally coffee table books like yeah I'm just, I, I'm just seeing things come out like a, oh the art of I think you've just matured like a fan of Wang. Is that what it is? You're starting to appreciate the finer things. In so life. I'm starting to notice the books more. They I, yeah. they were there before always. I oh, just never like noticed we, them. We, we constantly get in the art of Zelda, the art of, um, was it Doom, um, Bioshock. Every gaming and anime show we go to, we always bring those books because they're fucking guaranteed selling People yeah, love yeah. just the aesthetic of those things. Like, And they're nice, big, hefty books as yeah, well. Yeah, you can kill somebody with them. The, as John uh, Wick did in John Wick 3. We have the, um, oh, what's his name? The artist of Final Fantasy. Oh yeah, I I can't, I, I can't remember his name either. Scott, you're talking about yeah. Um, I want to say, Ima- Yoshitaki Yamano is it? Fuck it, can't remember his name. Artist of Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, his art book is really cool. I'm actually I'm not I'm not googling it. I totally am not googling. He's it. googling it. I'm not. Googling He's googling it. it. I'm not googling it. What are you talking about? The art, just the, the art of Final Fantasy. <laughs> I can't even spell it now. No. Such bollocks on it. <laughs> you call me out, you freak. <laughs> Well, you're not, I'm not googling. I'm just doing a fucking sneaky fucking googling. Final Fantasy, the sky. Yoshitaki Amano. Yoshitaka Amano. I was right. There you go. Yoshitaka. Um, so yeah, look, I, that's ha. that's something. As much as I'm a collector of comic books now, I've become more of a collector of the. Uh, the Metal Gear art book is the one. With oh the man, I did have you ever that. see the Super Duper one? No. The Metal one. No, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I have the one with the clearest, the clearest oh, plastic cover. This one weighs a metric fuck ton. I say it like, does, yeah. It's literally two solid slabs of steel with metal bolts connecting the four corners. The fuck? And the books slide into this fucking hard, solid... Like, I'm pretty sure it's a fucking nuclear explosion-resistant case. <laughs> but it Jesus. is just the most... Of all art books, it is the most metal of art books I have ever fucking seen. Sure. It's phenomenal. That's I'll have to show you a picture of that later. I have I have the original. I got I got that Metal Gear Solid art book. That's a really good the 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 old one. I got that one in college. Oh, what the fuck is his name? Ashley Woods and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like it's an old. Now the one I got now was it's got like a a clear plastic cover, but it's got like it's like acetate or something underneath it, so it's kind of layered, and it's um as you go through it, then it's it's mainly, it's it's mainly like Metal Gear Solid from the PS One era is what I have. That's the art book that I have. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So I don't know I think there's this there is a set, but I don't have the ones that came after that. Did like there's no Sons, Yeah, the there's no Sons of Liberty or anything the one I have. I've got just it's just Metal Gear Solid and it's the artwork from that. So I've got Psycho Mantis and all of them are all in it. Uh, but also one of my favourite uh, one of the favourite books that I own, there's actually sign there, that one there. Scroll back up that one there with the red line on it. That's the oh, one. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's the uh, art of Metal, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. yeah, that one. So the I have the art of the Batman animated series. Oh cool. Which I got in college as well when I was in college, but I got it signed by Kevin Conroy at Dublin Comic Con when I did his panel, and uh, he gave me a nice big piece. Oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> he Jock is just showing me pictures of the uh, the case that you it's put the 25th off. Anniversary. It's got all of them, so it's got Metal Gear Solid one to to four five, so it's right up to Peace Walker. Yeah. Not Peace Walker. Um, From 87 to 2012. Yeah, so Metal Gear... Is actually... Is that, got, is that Phantom Pain then? No, probably not. Phantom Pain was in 2012, wasn't it? Is that no. old? No, no, no. Phantom Pain is not that old. No, no, no. So that's... But it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Do so you like Phantom Pain? I love that's Phantom Pain. all the Metal Gear games. Metal, like, it's basically Grand Theft Auto Afghanistan. Pretty much. It's fucking great, crack. And like... Yeah, it is. No, it's a phenomenal game. It's The story goes off in some weird places. Metal Gear. It's Metal Gear. And I know there was the whole contention thing at the end where, like, where Hideo Kojima was like, "Yeah, yeah, what's the crack Konami? What the fuck?" And then he was gone, and then yeah. that type of, they t- just took ownership of the game and whatever. Like, ah, it, Konami. <laughs> and then they brought out that other Metal Gear game, which should not be talked about, the Survive game. It's the Pachinko one, was it? It's, no, it's the not the Pachinko one. It's the one where you're. They did make a Pachinko one. They did, but there's another one that came out afterwards. Metal Gear Survive, I think it's called. Or was that you kidnap people and shit? But it, oh, no, no, that was what is it? it's basically set. You know the start of Metal Gear Solid Phantom Pain. Shit. Yeah, start of Metal Gear Phantom Pain where the where Mother Base gets attacked. Yeah, and, and Snake has to fly out on the car. You see it turning and then people fall and all this mm. shit. It's set at that particular point. It starts, but then a portal to another dimension opens right next to it, and mm. a load of soldiers get sucked out into this portal <laughs> from that point of the story into another dimension where there's loads of zombies, and you then have to start building bases and things 
But it's appar- par- no, apparently the control system <laughs> is one of the worst control systems. Well, the control system any- of Metal Gear is not great, but no, you get used no, to it. No, no, no. Me- I, I don't mind the Metal Gear control system. It's fine. The actual the Metal Gear control system, as the game progresses, as each of the games progressed, there was a, they were kind of similar to each other enough yeah. that once you played one, it's like the Assassin's Creed series. They're similar enough that but they evolve. Yeah. Metal Gear Survive. If it's called, I think it's called Metal Gear Survive, but it's meant to have one of the worst control systems in any game ever it's meant to be atrocious but they just they just decided to they got something that was meant to be whatever left for dead whatever or whatever that one was called with the multiplayers left for dead isn't it yeah it, it's it, it's like they decided to get an idea of that with metal gear and put it in a desert dimension with zombies oh okay but all you had was a pike to fend people off it's not even guns and shit it's like a stick you don't get guns I don't think so. But all this footage I've seen is just people walking around the desert and building fences and sticking people with sticks. It looks terrible. It apparently plays terrible. Right. It's it's one of the worst one of the worst games to be linked with a franchise of all times, apparently. But yeah. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of those. There is, there is. Anyway. Um but on to death. You know, Death Stranding is coming soon, so we'll get that. Oh Christ. Um, oh, fucking man, the other I've seen the bleeding ludens figures in the fucking there's a bike. There's yeah. a motherfucking figure Figma figure. Of the fucking bike from that game. Bastards. Ha! Fucking bastards. I've no idea where it's coming, how it's coming. I just know I need to have it. Yeah, what like, do you have? Don't you have the, the Kojima Productions? The Ludens. Yes, yeah. I have the one six scale Ludens. It's amazing. It's gorgeous looking. Real fucking nice. It's a very nice figure. There's a black version of it now as well. And fucking 1000 Toys are doing another run on the Synthetic Human and I haven't got the one six scale one. I've only got the one twelve scale. Oh, it's so See so this. Good. This is the stuff that I, oh, I thankfully have never gotten into with figures. Like with, with, with like you and whole the whole art aesthetic. It's it's literally it's just it's a robot figure. Sorry, we've got the cops. It's a nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a synthetic android robot. Right, but just something about the the design they have on it is it's flawless. It's absolutely flawless, man. And the articulation and everything. It's it's one of the best figures I've ever gotten in my life. And it's only like a little one twelve scale, but there's a one six scale that keeps missing. Every time it's about, I just ah shit, forgot to order it or whatever like that. For whatever reasons, it just keeps eluding me in life. But the the one twelve scale one is, is still one of my favorite toys of all time. It's just like you can literally you can pose it right, and it looks really cool. And then you just tilt the head slightly, and it goes from being a really cool robot to being a super fucking creepy robot. <laughs> tilt that back, oh, it's really cool. Well, that's creepy again. But it's just it's got every fucking point of movement that you need in a figure. It's just oh, it's fucking gorgeous. Fucking love them. And they're doing a Master Chief now in collaboration. Really? With Sentinel Toys. And Sentinel Toys make some really fucking bitchin' die cast uh, 12, uh, 112 scale figures. <clears throat> I have the, the War Machine they did. Jesus. Second only to the, the Milk Hot Toy that I have. Just as War Machine, it perfect. It does everything you'd expect. Big fucking huge guns. Can hold its arm out in a good decent pose without moving. Solid metal die cast. Like you pick this figure up and it fucking weighs a ton. Jesus. It's amazing. But those guys are collaborating and making a Master Chief toy. See, I'd, I'd probably buy that. And it looks like, you know, the original concept art they had for Chief from yeah, Halo yeah. 1? That's the design they went with. Because I still, my, still have, my favourite design of Master Chief. Well, I still have my original Master Chief action figure of Halo. The one that came out when Halo came out. Oh, shit. There's a, it's like, and I've got all of his weapons and Is everything. Is it Jack Specific or somebody I made it? I can't those? remember who made it, but it's, the, it's a Master Chief action figure. It still sits at home on my desk. Um, and I was only thinking the other day... I haven't got. I don't own an Xbox One. Uh, I was only thinking the other day that I never played Halo Five. And Xbox One's now dropped in price. Now Gears Five is out. Yeah, everyone's all about Gears the month. And apparently Gears Five is meant to be Whopper. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll look to get an Xbox One for Christmas. I, don't know, I totally see. going to call for that for you, didn't I? Yeah, totally. Love Halo. Yeah, I love Halo. I've done every other one on, on Legendary Software, with the exception of Halo Wars. Can that can that can fuck off? I I I even liked Halo Four. Yeah. I liked Halo 4 Wasn't I had no much. problem with it ODST is still one of my favourites I love ODST yeah. Have we had this conversation on this podcast? It sounds, like it, it sounds like we have let's We, move ha- on. we, ha- we let's have move this on. conversation all the time though when yeah. we talk about Halo Let's, let's move that on That ODST then. is one of the best ODST squad is. games yeah. ever It's phenomenal Easy Reach is like Reach is well, celebrating may, Maybe because you like it because it's got the Firefly boys in it but anyway. Probably But Halo Reach around um, <laughs> That celebrated the birthday there recently It came out like couple, Don't Don't well, you say it's like it's out fucking ten years or some shit. Something that's, like that, yeah. Oh fuck off, man. Because that came out on the Xbox 360. I'm the fucking wrong side of fucking. What? I'm on the wrong side of every fucking age. I'm fucking forty odd, man. 
I'm 40. I'm not 40 odd yet. I'm not that now. It's other than 40. But well, it's 41, Jesus. and I'll tell you, you know, it's not that bad. Fuck off. Right, um, let's, let's go back to talking about <laughs> comics coming in this week. Ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. Right. Oh. More fucking Absolute Carnage. Uh, Absolute Carnage Lethal Protectors. Number two. Absolute Carnage number three. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Arrow. Aquaman. Archie. 1955. Black Panther and the Agents of Wakanda's coming out this week. Uh, Blade Runner. The Blade Runner series from Titan is very good. Which is fucking amazing. It's very good. So anyone that's a Blade Runner fan and was a bit wary about the comics, get on that shit. It's actually very good. Titan are doing themselves proud with that book. Yeah, it looks it looks fucking beautiful. It really has the feel of it. It has a bit of an Altered Carbon almost vibe to it as well, which I really, really fucking like. It does, but I mean, like, Altered Carbon has a Blade Runner vibe to it. Yeah, I suppose it is kind of like... So it's it's one really having a vibe off the other, I suppose, yeah. you know, which it, all of them have a, a, a kind I'm of... I'm going to go watch Altered Carbon all over again. It's a bloody good show. Oh yeah, uh, speaking of art, the DC portfolio, Jim Lee. Oh yeah, yep. I saw the uh, post about that. Yeah, the French show one's coming in as well, but we had a rush on that and it booked So yeah. Because we had the same problem with uh, Ballpoint Beauties last week. <laughs> a bit of a rush so, on that look, as well. People, are, people, are, people can get up on their high horses about show and that's outrage. fine. Full on outrage about show and, and the way, what he draws and how he draws uh, the female figure. Um, the guy can draw. Yeah, but man, the guy draws women, like properly. Like he's up there with Frazetta for me for his female form because sure. he doesn't draw stick, stick figures. No, he, draw, okay. he draws women the way women are. Well, women are all... And, but like, admittedly, he draws them the way they are in their birthday suits a lot of the time. A lot of the time. But uh, his ballpoint work is amazing. Like Those covers he's been doing for Harley are fucking phenomenal. Was that famous one where she's in the ball gown with oh, the yeah. folds? Jesus fucking... And the fucking curtains, man. Yeah. The curtains. Yeah. Um, no, like there's no denying the guy can fucking draw, and his shit does sell. People do it oh, clearly because the, the stuff is selling out. Yeah. I mean, he travels with that book. He goes around conventions and he just brings copies of that book with him. Dude, and I think it pays for his trip. Myself and Anto saw him at one convention, and he was literally just sketching on a fucking sheet of paper. He just kept going back to it while he was doing it. At the end of the show, he was selling it off, but it like loads of rubbed and fucking nub marks and shit. But he was culling other stuff on it, and he was like, "Ah, fuck it, fifty quid." And we're like, "Fucking what?" Trump when he had to do it. Yeah. He's just he's such a fucking nice down to earth motherfucker. He's great to talk to as well, just really fucking chilled out guy. Even though he causes so much outrage. <laughs> well that's it. And I think he, he, he does feed off that partially as well. Like he does his outrage covers. Yeah, he doesn't understand it. Like we were talking to him, he's like, I don't get why people are upset when there's so much other real shit in the world that's wrong. Yeah. You're getting pissed off about me drawing a woman. Yeah. Seriously, lads? Yeah. And he's not really he might be offending people, but he's not actually out trying to upset scores of people or you know trying to piss people off he's just drawing the thing he fucking loves and if you don't like it don't look at it he's not like he's Manila like drawing fucking Manola Manola even what did I say well he's kind of friends with Manola he is but Manola (laughs) goes above and beyond with the tightness of the clothes Manola is a porn artist yeah he he draws porn yeah you're getting him to do a cover you know what you're getting yeah so if you don't like it don't get him to draw the covers you don't like it don't look at it and look that's the thing it's not as if he's actually really hurting people he's just drawing stuff and the thing about it is, is though, that book sells. It's yeah. just like the Batman damn book with a willy in it. That book sold. Yeah, and the hardback sold, and then people got upset because there was no willy in it. Because they took the willy out. Well, that's the thing, man. That's what happens with Batman. If you take Dick and a Batman... But Dick Gate. But it's like, it's always <laughs> been the same, though. Dick became Nightwing. Dick was no longer in the story. People were upset there was no Dick. Jesus Whenever you take Dick and a Batman, people get upset. Always leave the Dick in Batman. Yeah, but Batman left his Dick out, and that was the problem. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, let's talking about dicks and boobs and all the rest of that shit. Uh, what else we got out? Oh, yeah, Fair Lady. Fair, First trades out. Con- continues to be a top-notch book. Mm-hmm. Uh, flash forward, it's the collection of the stuff that was previously issued in stores and Walmart and stuff in the States we couldn't get. Yeah. So it's a six-issue. I think the Wonder Woman should be arriving soon if that's not in here as well. Or we have that already. That was last week or a couple of weeks ago. Oh, I'm living in the past. No, it's, it's the one Titans point. one. It's the Titans one that's this week, if I remember. Yeah, Titans Burning Rage, the second part. Um, also, G.I. Joe number one. Yep. The relaunch of G.I. Joe? Relaunch G.I. Joe. Is that with IW? Yep. And hopefully this one will stick and they won't get bored of it after about a week. I really hope they don't because I really like G.I. Joe and I wish they'd give it a good enough crack and make some goddamn more movies because those other two were amazing. I will fight you. The second film was really fucking good. <laughs> I still like the first one. If you watch any of the old school G.I. Joe cartoons and then watch the movie... Nothing happens and that phases you. You're like, oh, that's cool. That makes a bit more sense now, yeah. Those cartoons were bollocks, mate. Second movie was really good. <laughs> second movie was really good. I really enjoyed that second movie. Let's just leave that there then. Oh, <laughs> Carrie's uh, second issue on Bond is out this week as well. Nice. Yeah, Very nice. Uh, number 11 of James Bond 007. Local boy done well. Uh, what else do we have other than Carrie being a fucking ledge bag? 
Let's follow up with Napoleon Dynamite number one. Yeah. How's that for a weird fucking out of left field comic? Yeah. Just who's doing that again? Who's not what where, where's it being published by? I don't fucking know. Like it's it's not something you think, you know what? Napoleon Dynamite needs a comic. Yeah. Like that movie that was like a, uh, an indie success hit all those years ago. We need to make a comic of that. I, I would like to be in that fucking meeting <laughs> to find out who the fuck pitched that motherfucker. Because it's not like the cast are like big in, in the industry that they're like there. But it's it's obviously playing into the whole... Because it's, it's the whole... Originally there was like uh, vote for Pedro in the movie but now it's impeach Pedro. And Napoleon has turned against his best friend. Um... Yeah, it's IDW. IDW. Yeah. I suppose, like, maybe they're they're trying something new, I guess, to bring it back. Fuck, it could be interesting. Could, could be, be fucking out of the Next, we're going to see Wes Anderson making comics, I guess, which I'd fucking buy. They would be amazing comics. They would be amazing comics. <laughs> because his, if his, you didn't get Fiona Staples in the art for those, that would not work. No. She's the only person. Well, that's the thing. Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson films are, are basically just, like, stop-motion storyboards anyway. Like, they're beautifully... Yeah framed pieces of cinema so they would work as comics true that uh, Power Rangers we're getting the lightning collection the next two figures in the Black Ranger and the Psycho Blue so the classic Psycho Blue. well the, the Dragon Shield Black Ranger um, also Rick and Morty versus D&D Painscape is out the second Rick and Morty D&D adventure um, we have Spider-Man number one uh, another minor Spider-Man number one amazing uh, Star Wars Age of Rebellion, Republic, Resistance. Resistance! Age of Resistance. They're going through all the oars. Yeah. Ray and Rose Tycho. Um, then there's a bunch of Superman shite, Supergirl. <laughs> Superman's fucking shitty friend, fucking Jimmy fucking Olsen. Apparently, the, the Jimmy... People have been calling for that Jimmy Olsen shit. They want Jimmy Olsen Dude, to have it's a actually more. really good. It's yeah. a lot of fun. The, that's what I'm saying. Like the, but that's... It's because they're taking the piss of off the old... Yeah. All those memes of, like, Superman being a dick to Jimmy. Yeah. You know? Oh, well. Um, oh yeah what else we got we got um, more Transformers the Titans Burning Rage Tony Stark Iron Man and uh, War for Cybertron Voyager Springer finally has arrived in um, and yeah we are aware it's turned up in other places like I said earlier bear with us we know stuff is shit thank you very much for telling us um, and keep telling us <laughs> in other toy suppliers though this, this should, should have been in about two weeks ago but finally the fucking shipment turned up we're getting uh, more of the Michelle movie realisation Boba Fett's and if you're not familiar with those that's the manga style Boba Fett it's Boba Fett and basically like samurai fucking oh very nice armor. it's fucking gorgeous um, <clears throat> a couple of uh, DC classic Harley Quinn PVC statues uh, ah Marvel Legends as right. I said we were waiting for this shit to turn up for a while so they finally turned up the Captain America Red Skull uh, just the standard skull in the zone we're getting Thor and Sif uh, Tony Stark and Iron Man the Mark 1 uh, the Pepper Potts uh, Iron Man and Mandarin um, and we're getting a few more of the Black Series Sith Troopers as well. Not to mention the Clone Trooper exclusive from 2019, Episode 2. We're getting him as well. Uh, the Karate Kid 2-pack uh, tournament set. Have you seen those? I have not. Oh, yeah, the cloth figures. They're real fucking sweet looking. Of the Karate Kid 2? Karate Kid 2. Wow. The tournament set with the trophy and everything. <laughs> uh, get, we're finally getting Gizmo back in stock as well, the NECA one. Uh, as well as him we're getting Jason and we're getting a score of Predators who finally turned up the Emissary Emissary 2 the Ultimate Fugitive the Arcade Case or the sorry the Arcade Appearance and some of the Bring Arts figures including Cloud Strife oh and did I mention um, Cloud Strife what yeah. Cloud Strife figure are you getting uh, the Bring Arts Cloud Strife from 7 another form version is that are they the figures that are all sharp and shit they all got pointy edges yeah it's the one yeah, yeah, I don't like they, them. They, they cut you yeah. Um, also Overwatch Figma Diva is arriving in yeah I think that's it isn't it it's a lot of fucking figures I'm on loads of shit loads fucking of shit um, tons of shit oh and we got restocked in Gundam as well last week so by the time you hear this podcast they're probably sold out again um, there is <coughs> the there is those new 30 minute mission sets from Bandai that are they're not essentially Gundam but they're apparently they're Bandai's attempt to get people who don't want to build Gundam into building Gundam because Gundam is too scary is it? To the non-initiated, yeah, when you look at it, because how many different fucking series are there? How many different fucking timelines are there? Like, I suppose it, Gundam is as old as I am. Yeah, it's, there's a lot going on in Gundam. Now, it's it's not bad. It's easy to get into when you take a step back and you... Like, <clears throat> I, I know it sounds weird, but you need to kind of wiki it or you need to look just at it. Just start with Iron Blooded Orphans. You can. There's a couple of series like that. You can just watch them. But depending on what type of anime and stuff you're into, yeah. a different series will gel with you better. You can start in any of them but some will kind of give you the bite. 
personally I started way back in the beginning and watched the first Gundam show because I like old school anime I like mecha I like that stuff Robotech fucking Macross all that kind of junk Yeah. so for me it was easy enough to get into and go from there and then you have what's called the Universal Century which is about 10 different series that span out of that Yeah. all in the same timeline so it's easy enough to grab it but then you've got other alternate timelines and other weird fucking well not alternate but parallel if you get me they're running in different universes and it's the same story slightly retold so this whole 30 minute missions thing is nothing to fucking do with Gundam it's all the stuff that they use to make the Gundam kits just to make a sweet robot so, so you the, don't have to there's have no, is there an anime associated no, with it? no it's fucking nothing so it's, it's nothing it's just there's a kit build it there's a sweet robot yep okay cool and they got two forms the Portanova which is kind of a bit more rounded almost Zaku-esque but not quite it's just a more rounded form of it and then you've got the Alto which is more straight kind of armor looks more like Chappie that kind of robot right and they all have kind of socketed points on them much like some of the Transformers figures would for just putting weapons like on Centurions Paris exactly team. yeah you can customize your robot whatever fucking way you want it's real fucking simple they sell accessory packs that go for about a fiver which just have like armor plates and fucking wings and just literally add on bits so you can yeah. easily get in and customize them and it is like if you wanted to get into the building side of it without having to watch the anime this is so fucking easy and they are almost as good if not better than some of the Gundam kits that are out now like they go together so fucking sweet they've got full articulation on the legs they seem to have an interior frame like whereas most Gundam kits nope. wouldn't necessarily have a frame they don't, <laughs> they, don't, no? don't, they don't have the frame they just have like just the parts go well together so you probably like you have a, a double hinged knee so if you want you can basically get them into like that you know when you got a footballer bringing the foot back yeah, for that, yeah, yeah. that hoof actually do you know um, uh, fucking oh shit I can't think of the goddamn movie it always happens Shaolin Soccer nope every time I think of a fucking movie I fuck myself up Idiocracy yeah you know when your man gets that proper hoof in the fucking nuts yeah, yeah. you can make your mecha get the foot right back up there and bend at that point nice so it's just it's super articulated because we like to kind of experiment with figures and we get them in to see how articulated they are and one of the ones I always do is that see if he can hold his balance while doing a hoof in the knacker shot or as uh, Jay usually does is the handstand yeah if you get to do a handstand that's a fucking golden one I think Anto's favourite is the uh, the one the, the high kick yeah we've got it on a base and you're balancing it out to see if it can stretch the leg out lean back and actually get a decent looking kick pose and stay balanced on one foot so there's all these cool things that you can see it's, this kit does all of it Anto your Bruce Lee is shown the um, oh man the fucking the other cool thing about this kit as well the uh, the Alto that I built you get like a, a socket for his hand so you can give him like a pirate hook hand or an <laughs> axe hand or it's just really fucking awesome bits of customization, and they're super cool they come with a little robot dude as well like a little buddy that's cool. Yeah. And they're only a score. For a kit that's very good. 20 Fucking quid. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We also got in the um, <clears throat> the new real grade um, new Gundam which is probably going to be sold out by the time we get in as well. Um, it's flying out the fucking door. We got the um, the Alex the MG Alex. We also got in the FZ Zaku. We got restocked on Barbados which is probably gone as well. We got restocked on Well, that's the thing. I mean, for all the talk of saying this is for people who don't want to get into Gundam it might be daunting. The people that are into fucking Gundam are buying those kits. Those oh, kits yeah, are flying. Gundam is like, fucking you remember, Do you remember when the geek when we started doing that club with the Geek Easy yeah. and there was like maybe five or six of us doing it's it. It's not mentioned the Warrior McCone. I know. Well, it's a case <laughs> of there was a handful of people into it but yeah. then it grew. Yep. Shrunk a wee bit because some of us had kids so we couldn't come in again. Yeah. Which is what happened to me. But well, there was I, a nice kind of rotating roster. But there was. Then. But <clears> it's, it's a case of it exploded all of a sudden out of nowhere that these kits were, were started to become available over here because for a very, very long time they were purely Asian market. Like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I still have three kits at home I haven't built. One of them's an MG Sniper. That's a nice kit. Yeah, it's a gorgeous kit. Mm. Um, I have MG Sniper and I've got two other ones I forget the names of them. Uh... And it's just a case of getting around, finding the time to sit down and do it. We are actually looking at getting the Gundam Club back. But it's, like very, it's very Jonesy. chill. If you want to build kits and just want to chill out and relax, just centre your chi and all that bollocks, building a Gundam kit is one of the things to do. Yeah, man. I actually call it kind of a plastic bonsai. Yeah. Because you're basically you're pruning it, you're mucking around, and the next thing you know, bang, an action figure. Yeah, because I remember the first time I built a kit, and I went back to that first figure that I built and I'd be ashamed if I did that today because it was in such a heap <laughs> so many little nubs left on it and just not the joints were all over the gaff yeah. but it was my first ever Gundam kit that I built and I made the mistake of getting a real grade as well for the first one yeah, you and like, me both buddy yeah. I thought real grade this would be real easy yeah yep. no. no you want to go high grade for that shit yeah you know my next stop after that was perfect grade Jesus Christ yeah, I, did, I did it arse about face man and then 
I think I did it. Yeah, then I did a master grade, and then I did a, a high grade. I know I just built high grades. High I grades are great. High grades. high grades are amazing. I have I have mostly high grades and two built master grades. Yeah. Um, and then I've got that last master grade that I have to build, build even. But most of my kids are high grades. Mm. Yeah, high grades. But I've had to put them all away since Amelia came along because she sees my action There's figures. There's a now. lot of little bits in those. A lot of little bits, but uh, Amelia is now ha- now has. A pension for grabbing my Godzilla figures. She oh, loves really? Godzilla. Cool. Because she loves dinosaurs. Mm. So she sees Godzilla and she goes, Dinosaurs? Like, no, that's Godzilla. Zilla! So she knows all, all of the Zillas that I have. She knows that they're all Zilla. Yeah. Even Mecha Godzilla. Uh, and now it's getting her to learn King Ghidorah and Rodan and all the rest <laughs> of them. So, you know, her, her, she's learning. At the, at, funnily enough, I, the only Mothra I have is a small little chibli thing. Which she finds beautiful because it is, it's gorgeous. It's a little chibli yeah, Mothra. It's a butterfly. Mothra yeah. thing. So it's like, she was like, oh, butterfly. So no, it's Mothra. <laughs> it's like, okay. Here's the name. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it is nice to be passing on the addiction to, to kaiju and Gundam to a small child. Yeah. You know? <laughs> ah. Yeah, we were watching, um, actually, uh, just talking about children. You, made, you reminded me of my daughter having this amazing. She made a double reference within. A reference. We were talking. We were watching Flash. Have yeah. you been watching Flash? Not the latest season. No. Okay, not up to date with Cicada. No. Okay, the new villain Cicada. Also, the guy who chews more scenery than anyone I've ever seen in my fucking life. Really? In the TV show. My fucking god, dude. <clears throat> this guy is the, the most ridiculously overacted villain you've ever seen in a TV show. <laughs> like seriously, and he just the facial expressions, man. I don't know how anybody kept this fucking straight face. He's worse than Christian Bale as Batman. Really? Oh, fucking infinite. Oh, oh, oh. Menace. I'm going to kill all Menace. Oh. That's all he does. He just fucking full on fucking Punisher oh, through all the fucking scenes. But there's a bit where he kind of has like a, a breakthrough moment and he realizes he's he's not the bad guy. you know. The, but somebody else is the bad guy and he's trying to talk them down or something. I don't want to spoil too much in the show, but there's a bit where basically somebody does the whole oh, and he's like, do I always sound like that? And my daughter, without missing a heartbeat, just turned around and goes, Is that my voice? <laughs> Full on Emperor's New Groove, Yzma fucking reference, wrapped up in Cicada. And I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Amazing. Yep, super impressed my child. Love it. But that's all I could do all night was just go around going, Is that my voice? <sighs> it's fucking hilarious. That whole fucking season, man. Season five of The Flash, it's just overacting in the extreme. It's fun. But I've, I've never wanted to punch out fucking Iris more than ever. I think that seems to be the general consensus when it comes to that character. She's almost, not quite now, but she's, she's getting up to on par with fucking Walter White's missus. You hated that bitch. I wanted to knock her to fuck out. I don't, lo- I don't condone violence against people unwarranted. But she just epitomised everything horrible about every bad relationship I've ever had. Every scaldy manoeuvre she'd done. Like every just you know the whole spiteful stuff she started doing to. I've Walter. never watched Breaking Bad. Okay, but well, you've told me about yeah, it. She just Skyler just does all these really petty spiteful things, like for no other reason other than just to be petty and spiteful, like, and it just it didn't like it didn't fit with me at first. I was like, why is she doing this shit? And then I realized, oh, she's doing it because he's been an asshole. So she's just been an asshole back. It's like, that doesn't fix anything. What the fuck? Yeah. And it just it irritated me so much. But yeah. It's it's the shows. I, I don't know what the what the actual way you you probably know the term for this, but they keep telling you something so that you start believing it. Right, 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 right. And they keep saying Iris is always right, and Iris is so smart, and she's the leader of the team. She's not. She's a fucking weapon. <laughs> but because they keep telling you she's right, and every other character keeps going, "Oh, you're right, Iris. Oh, you're right." She's not fucking right. She's yeah. fucking. I'm literally myself, and my daughter, are watching it, and she just turns and goes, "Oh, that for God's sake, what's Iris at now?" why what's going on and then the daughter that comes into it starts doing the same fucking thing as well like oh, oh really fucking... the, she's, she's just come into that and oh, I like that actress because she was in Black Sails fucking doing them now what the fuck oh it's god just, oh. I, that's where we left off we left off um, we left off the flash where she had just arrived in she was just there now Excess. yeah so she's in it and they're kind of trying to figure out what's going on I think that's the last we saw of it um. <gasps> yeah. So we haven't. It's all the meta's fault. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll eventually catch back up onto it. Like, but uh, yeah. I will say this though. I do really enjoy. They've kind of, you know, they always reinvent wells for the seasons. Yeah. 
they've kind of mixed him with Tenant's Doctor a little bit. Okay. Where they're, they're calling him Sherlock, and he's a bit French, and he's always in Alonzi. He does all this. Oh, fucking, he's already yeah. I've seen him. He's and he's drinking the tea, and he's doing all this fucking. But he just he has elements of for me. He's a bit of elements of Tenant in it, like but just. He's a really good fucking actor. And your man, I just love the way he keeps putting on new versions of that yeah. role. Yeah. Oh, he's fucking, he's deadly. But he, he's the standout in this season. Him and um, Killer Frost as well. Daniel Panabaker is a great actress. She's and, fucking nailing it. And Callahan, the guy who plays um, Wells, is very good as well. Hmm. Uh, he, and he, 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 Wells is always a highlight for me in that show. Yeah. Even especially way back when, when he was um, Wells and he was fucking Thawne and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. He directs a lot of it now as well. Does he? I think he does. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I like Cisco as a character. Cisco's great too. Yeah, like I like every character in the show. Even like Bar- Barry. Iris. Barry can be a bit stupid sometimes. Like he's borderline fucking retarded sometimes. In the he's more. Wa- so there's a lot of time where he's more Wally than Barry. Yeah, you're like, why would Barry make that kind of a decision? That doesn't make any sense. There's it's no like the well, the Barry we're used to that was the older Barry. Yeah. So when you see John Wesley ship and you're like, there's our Barry. That's yeah. our Barry right oh, there. Oh, he comes back as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's like it's a case of there's our Barry. I'm very much looking forward to what they're going to do with the last crossover. Well, the new crossover that they're doing? Have they announced what it is? They've announced the new crossover. It's it? Kingdom Come. Oh, oh shit, I heard about that. Yeah. To be honest, that's the kind of info I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I'll put that aside to like a But did you not hear the thing that. The, oh, the I thing heard. that excites me the yeah, most. Conroy. Is, does Kevin Conroy just yeah. okay? There's three things that excite <laughs> me the most. It's Kevin Conroy playing old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Right, in live action. Because when I did his panel at Dublin Comic Con, I sent that idea to him. Yeah. Why? It's uh, we have a recording. <laughs> if you listen back to the podcast, it's the Kevin Conroy panel is up on our feed. I only reposted it a couple of weeks ago. I took it out of the Dublin Comic Con episode. Batman, and I said, "Have they ever thought about bringing you back to do old Bruce Wayne for like a Batman Beyond storyline?" Cool. In the in the live action TV show, and he's like, "That's a really good idea." And they, <laughs> and they they start to go, "I'd love to do something like that," and it's fucking happening. Second thing I'm really excited about, mm-hmm. Brandon Roth is getting to be Superman again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's getting to be the Kingdom Come Superman. That is amazing. That's pretty cool. That is amazing. I can't wait. Because I think he was a great Superman. And he was a fantastic Clark Kent. Mm-hmm. It's just that he was in a shit fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was in a terrible Superman film. But he did a great fucking job in that role. Like, he was not the worst thing about that film. Kevin Spacey might have been one of the worst things about that movie. But he was lifting up an entire fucking island made of kryptonite. Yeah, but that's not his fault. He didn't write the fucking thing. He didn't write it. But his, as the role, him playing Clark Kent. I can remember about that fucking, I literally, I can't remember. There's something to do with a piano and him lifting a giant fucking The thing about the piano is, right? I don't want to know. You know, something about a piano and some (laughs) giant fucking rock. There was a train set and some water maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I thought like that movie was just a blur yeah, of a, shite. You know what the kick in the balls is? That what? came out around their birthday, and I went to see that for my birthday. Oh God! That came out in January, if I'm not mistaken, because I remember everyone <sighs> bringing me. There was a gang of us, and they're like, "We're gonna go see Superman for Wayne's birthday. He's Yay. gonna have a happy time." And the music kicked in. I was like, "Yay!" And then he did the thing with the plane, and I was like, "Yay!" And then everything else happened, and I was like, "No." <laughs> Yeah, it was such a letdown because it got to the point where the piano thing happens, and I turn. I got. I can't. I honestly, I can't remember who was sitting next to me, but I turn and it says, "This little prick is gonna throw that piano at that person." They were like, "What? Give it five minutes." <laughs> sure enough, thing <laughs> piano. I was like, "Yep, that's Superman's kid." And then the whole debate about Superman and Lois being able to have babies. Yeah. Thing, but it was like, no, this is a sequel to Superman too. So it's a case of he had a he. They had the sex while he was under the influence of the thing, and he wasn't really Superman. It's like, well, then how has the king got superpowers? Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah. It's let's, it's. Let's, let's not talk about that movie. But Brandon Roth is coming back as Superman. What was the third ki- thing? Uh, third thing was that it's going to be Stephen Amell's last crossover because he's really bad as the Arrow. I don't know. I thought the the episode where they had to be each other was hilarious. I haven't seen that one. Oh, yet. oh you're I'm not up to date with Arrow either. Oh, but dude. Stephen no, no, dude, dude. They they literally like do almost like well, they did straight up do a body swap, body swap where Barry has to be Oliver and Oliver has to be Barry. Dude, funniest episode, hands down. It's just it's well, body swaps are always funny. Yeah, it it worked so fucking well, and there's like the bit when. Barry has to do the you failed this city it's like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> but like they, they I think there's one point they say a bold word somebody goes what and he goes hey, we can say bold words here oh shit because <laughs> they're on like the fucking the arrow where they're all oh it's grim dark and everything's yeah, so yeah, fucking yeah. rude I just got so tired of, of that version of I, the character 
I'll be honest, I stopped watching it because of the constant flashbacks. I couldn't do yeah. it. I hate... I think it's lazy exposition to write Full your on. story into a prequel or into a flashback and they go, oh, we just forgot about this bit of information until now. That was lucky. It's like, fuck off, man. At least have some level of Straczynski about you where you've mapped out your fucking thing. Yeah. You have a bit of a fucking plot. Yeah. Like that's, I will always sing Bad Five's praises for that because they had a fucking plot and they had points to hit and they hit them nice and the whole story's looking. Yeah. Nice and 100%. fucking percent. I don't know what, there's a party think, going on I think outside. there's a fucking... I think it sounds like a wild hen knight has suddenly appeared. <laughs> but no, I... I Because he was crying in a corner. <laughs> it's super effective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not a big fan of Amel's arrow. It was all right for the first three seasons. Uh, but as it went on, it was just the same shit over and over again. And I'm just like, no, you're all right. You're all right. No, 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 I can't argue. Something's happening in the outhouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're obviously um, happy about something. Well, fair play to them. Like it's it's a case of we'll see what happens with this big crossover, but they've been pimping it really well, and they've they've announced the right things to announce. But it's meant to be the it's a big, infinite crisis kingdom come, type thing Sweet. coming together. Yeah, oh, is um fucking Batwoman gonna be in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deadly. Ruby Rose only, is gonna be in it. Yeah. I only saw that one crossover episode. She seems pretty fucking decent in well, the series. Did you see the trailer for the series? I haven't seen the series yet. Is the series out? Yet? No, it's not. The trailer is out. The trailer okay. for the series is out. I don't think the series has landed yet. I've only seen the one episode where they're in the crossover, and I was like, oh, okay, I can get it. I on think this. what it's gonna do is it's gonna fit into the slot for Arrow. When Arrow finishes this season, it's gonna. That's it. Batman was gonna take over that slot. Okay, cool. Um, have I you dive back in? Then. Have you been? Have you watched any of Teen Titans? Yeah. It's good. I love Teen Titans 1. The only problem is the villain at the end. I haven't watched the end of season 1. Oh, okay. Can't take him seriously. Okay. Because he plays a nice guy in another show and you're like kind of, nah, you're, you're a nice cuddly guy. You're not a bad guy. See, they need, a, good act- they need a really good actor like Tennant for that because when Tennant was announced as the Purple Man for, for Jessica Jones, I was like, how is this going to work? He's just a really like, oh. Yeah, no, in this one, it's just the guy himself is just, like, was it fucking, have you seen Castle? Yeah. Okay. You know detectives exposition and fucking what's his face? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Esposito. I know it's Esposito. Esposito. We just called him exposition. Exposition. Yeah. Because literally, anytime Castle, you'll never guess what we just found out. Ah, here's where the story's going. Yeah. Thank you, detectives Exposito uh, and O'Connor, isn't it? I don't know. The Irish guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. O'Connell. I think it was O'Connell. O'Connell, O'Connell and Exposito. Exposition and and backstory. I di- I didn't think of anything else. It was just exposition because that was hilarious. Um, but, <laughs> but he's like uh, O'Connell or O'Connor or whatever his name is the Irish lad the wee little fella is playing one of the the DC demons is like, he? yeah and you're not, like, he's playing Etrigan is he? it's not Etrigan no it's one of the baddie ones the, oh okay who's the, who's the red demon dude? which one? he's all red he's like he's literally all red what, Trigon? I think it's Trigon okay could be Trigon could be yes yeah. now I'm hungry now I want curry Trigons Damn it. <laughs> Jesus. No, well, but yeah, he's was... playing Trigon, yeah, but it's just, he's a demon, you're like kind of, fucking hot, you're cuddly, fuck off. Look at Jesus. you, the size of you, you're so cute, pick up and put in your pocket, like, but he's, he always plays a really nice guy, so you look at him going, nah, nah. Didn't and he hasn't, he hasn't got the chops to go full tenant around like that, like, so, maybe I, I could be proved wrong with the season, could be totally proved wrong, and he could be, well, like, the trailer for season two, even though so. I haven't watched the end of season one yet. The Which trailer, they don't really give that away in the trailer. No, so they don't. The season, like the season two, the the roster for the team is expanded. But I was I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. To be perfectly honest, with you, I was pleasantly surprised by by <gasps> you it. You upset a preacher tonight? Yes. Uh, I've watched I watched the first two seasons. I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Don't care. Okay. But a lot of people giving a flack. I don't give a shit. Um, they finally cut up a hairstyle again. It's not torn off. Ha! <laughs> that is a fantastic. There is a fantastic scene, and if it's a spoiler, have I don't they give done a the shit. swordfish scene yet? Uh, are no, they going to do the swordfish scene where you won't tell there's like Hester I love you I've always loved you and he goes really let me ask you are you willing to stand in a room with a swordfish and shove it up my arse because it's the only way I can get off <laughs> that type of, there was that that's big, probably going to happen that big, after there was a big speech in the comic I do remember that where his assistant where like the girl like you know the other yeah, it's, it, well, she's, and she she's, was trying to explain how much she, she loved yeah. him and he just turns and says look the only way I can get off at this stage of my life because he'd lost everything at that point yeah no they, he's was just sword lost fish everything up the so that's probably they might do that because that, that line in the, in the book fucking broke me man just there's a scene after he gets it torn off and the dog's running away and it's hanging in his mouth and they've digitised out the knob ah! they might as well have not bothered you can see it's a fucking and he's just running and it's flopping in the dog's mouth as he's running off Speaking of hairstyles crawling after me, like oh Jesus Christ, man! Speaking of, uh, did, oh. did you watch John Wick yet? John Wick Three? Yeah, did you? So yeah, I, t- I had to wait for digital download. Yeah. Um, 
being dad life and all. Uh, <gasps> but digital legal or digital? Oh, legal! I paid for it. Good man. Uh, I pre-ordered the Blu-ray, so the Blu-ray arrived <laughs> yesterday. Somebody, was somebody calling you a fucking dirty? I was git. It's fine. He always does that anyway. <laughs> um, but I pre I got the digital download paid nice. for and I pre-ordered the Blu-ray because I now have I have the three of them. There's a couple of really good scenes now. I don't think oh, it's my favourite Wick movie, but it was. I say it'll grow on you after a few. I've watched yeah. it twice now. Uh, I only watched it the first time the other night, but I watched it again. Somebody was giving Mark Dukaskis flack in it, man, and I think he was what fucking... the fuck? No, he was amazing. Someone was like, oh, he was a bit too fucking cheesy. He was like, no, he actually idolised John Wick. Yeah. That was the whole point. Point. He was fucking fanboying the whole time when he was fighting him. I thought that was so I thought Dukaskis was unreal. And the two lads, man, from the fucking raid. Yeah, from the raid. It's okay, lads. I'm like, thanks, man. <laughs> Do you know that <laughs> apparently... I was, reading, I was reading some stuff online afterwards about it. Apparently, none of that dialogue was meant to happen in the... In the in the, uh, the actual scene, scene. Yeah. they ad libbed it at the time yeah. and the three of them just went with it yeah. and that I loved I loved that as these films have gone on Wick has gotten progressively more and more tired yeah. as he's fighting because this is all meant to have happened over the space of like a week and a half yeah. so he's just fuck this at the end of it like <laughs> excommunicado yeah like fuck this shit and it's a case of when he's fighting those two and it's, it's actually Keanu was tired that day because he'd been shooting all day oh, yeah. and he was just bollocks because <laughs> the dude is in his 50s and he's like I know I'm immortal and all but he was just like Ugh. and you see him physically go Ugh. that wasn't acting that was Keanu just going fuck I'm wrecked lads nice. but they kept it in and they just kept rolling and it, it's, it was a Keanu apparent because they did the whole dialogue the bit where where the two lads are fucked and yeah. Wick turns to them and tells them I'll see you in Thai Keanu being Keanu, he made a point of saying, I need to say this properly. So he got a dialect coach to te- teach him in a couple of days how to say that one line yeah. in perfect Thai, whatever the language is, Thai or Cantonese or whatever. Yeah. Because that Asian languages always have a, have a really strict dialect yeah, yeah. and a really big infliction of the words. And he paid... Only learning that because Ennis decided just for amateur just to learn Japanese for the bands. Well, yeah, but you, so they don't do it in school because they do it in secondary now. No, they do it in the, after uh, the junior. Oh, do they? Yeah, it's for right. I think so. I wish I'd done it in school. Yeah, well, she got impatient and decided to teach it to herself. Fucking eh? Teaching lang- yeah. languages. Um, but the, he got somebody in so he could just say that one line in Perny, Perny nailed it. He got it down right and yeah. it's it's proper pronunciation. But that, that whole scene where the three of them are fighting, like even though the fight was choreographed, the banter between them all was all ad-libbed. Yeah. It was all made up on the spot and the whole thing with Keanu being tired... That's Never one of my did. favorite fight scenes, man. It's probably gonna go up there as one of my favorite fights of all time. Just the yeah. fucking the way that was framed and everything. It was just a beautiful fucking fight. Just look how big Keanu looked next to those yeah. two dudes. Oh, because I mean Keanu Reeves is tall. Yeah, but because those because he, he was he was hunching up. He looked, he looked <laughs> big. He looked blocky next to these two little miniature little wiry motherfuckers with their hook knives like swinging in. Yeah. I thought that entire final sequence of that film, the build up and then the final sequence of that was just unreal. I did like the fact that he didn't get out scot free either. It was a case. That's of, it. No, I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> Hate to know you, but fuck you. <laughs> and it was, a, but but I think that was purely like that that car like he, he, that character like um what's his name fucking Ian McShane uh, Ian McShane Spurgeon. Uh, he did it on Spurgeon did it on purpose where he was like I don't he knew he wasn't gonna kill him he's gonna pull a brim suit yeah he knew what he was doing yeah but dude the fall should have fucking killed him. I don't know. I think he, uh, I don't know. He shot him off a fucking roof, Wayne. He did, but I don't think he intended to kill him. I think he knew he was going to survive. You could tell by the way. I of don't him. know. When he's when you when the the adjudicator came back and was yeah. like the wicked the body's gone and he was like, oh really? <laughs> it was the it was the way he said it. It was like you knew he knew that Wick yeah, was alive. I don't know. But also seeing Lance Reddick actually kick ass after two movies of just standing behind <laughs> a desk. <laughs> And you finally yeah. find out what his... Even though in the comics they tell you what his name is... Yeah. You finally hear his name on screen as Charon. It's like... He gets the whole thing with the shotgun and he comes back. You just... When he goes out and they take out the first bunch I'm of dudes... I'm not going to lie to you. There was a moment where he got the shotgun. It was almost like the smile on his face. It just reminded me of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place in the funeral scene. <laughs> so went straight and I was like... He's just going to be smiling, firing wildly in the air. Uh, Richard Adelaide, Dean Lerner, just not giving a flying fuck. But it was it was the bit where he goes off and does the first round of dudes, and then they come that back. That sounds to, like the start of a porno. When they first leave the cellar <laughs> after getting off, did the first round of dudes, 
Came back for stage two of Bukaki. When, when they loaded up, no, hang on. When they got all the weaponry. When, well, yeah, phrasing's not going to work. In this when thing. they went out and shot all the guys. Yeah. No, man, when the guys were, the armoured up lads, uh, yeah. that was just like, oh, this is amazing, this is so tactical. Yeah, Jesus. it's unreal. Like, yeah. there's so much planning went into that film, and it was pure tactician's wet dream and the yeah. weaponry and everything like and the toggle like no no Mr. Wick you need to get this gun instead yeah. you know it's like telling him to pick the certain they've, they've armoured up they've done this you need to upgrade your gear yeah. to match them but now he's gone he's gone full for the with John Wick 4 which we're getting in 2021 oh yeah John Wick 4 they announced as soon as who's gonna be is, is he gonna get fucking um What's her face back again? Halle Berry, because she was fucking amazing. She was. And the There's, dogs, man, they were the dogs were savage. savage. Apparently, Halle Berry went did a full. Oh yeah, no, that was that was training. Yeah, that was her telling was them her where to go. Like the best part of that whole scene was when you're watching it, you can see stuff happening in the background. And as yeah, the you see Wick. Out, you're kind of coming back in, and it's not like they're just giving you the same scene from different angles. You're seeing the whole scene panning out from different cameras yeah. in a constant timeline. Oh, it was fucking deadly, man. There was there was moments where. Oh, when your man shot the fucking dog, he's like, dude, yeah. people in this movie don't know what happens when you shoot fucking dogs. Well, that's what led me to talk about John Wick, because he obviously gets his dick bitten off by the dog, you know? And it's like, oh, crunchy, crunchy me buttocks. Yeah, full on, like. Um, it, was, it, was a, it was a case of, I, didn't, I was going in expecting it to be an okay action film. Yeah. But I came out going, yep, that's it. Solid trilogy of movies. And now the fourth one. The fourth one was announced... Not too long after the third one came out in the cinema. But they, then they announced a, a release date. Release I date the fourth is going to be the final chapter, is it? Keanu said he'll keep going. <laughs> he'll keep going making these movies. And I'll keep fucking watching them. I'll keep watching them. like the Fast and the Furious. There's like 50 of fucking things. And I... And he, and assume, oh, no, not for this, man. I love Come on, I watched it. I have all the Fast and Furious films on Blu-ray. They're all amazing. of them. I, have, I haven't seen the latest one, Hobbs and Shaw. It's meant to be unreal. Dude. Ridiculous. Like, as, as great as John Wick is, man... Hobbs and Shaw is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm not even gonna like it is one of my favourite movies. It's meant to be ridiculous. It's fun. just such a good action movie. Like it's such a fucking fun film. Plus Idris Elba's motorcycle is now my favourite motorbike in a movie. Oh really? Dude, it's just it's equal parts um what's fucking Batman's Bat Pod and Firefly's bike from G.I. Joe. Alright. It's just this it's it's like it's almost like a transformer as well, the way it moves and shifts around. But it's tied in with the Driss Elvis text. So like when he jumps on a wall, it kind of geo-locks to where he, where he is, keeps him straight, and the wheels swing out to the side and hit the wall for him. Or at one point he's driving under a truck and it does the whole bat pod where the wheels kind of turn and he just rolls underneath it. Jesus. Dude. And it's just so... It's almost like a sentience to it as well. At one point he's talking to a bunch of henchmen and as he's about to step off, he turns and the bike's just there. <laughs> Man, I want his bike so bad. And as he said himself, Black Superman fucking nailed it, man. Yeah, he is amazing. If he's not going to be Superman, he needs to be Zod in the next movie. I like Kryptonite. I said we a good Zod. I heard Krypton could cancel as well. It's a bit unfortunate. Yeah. I haven't seen season two yet with Lobo, I've but heard... apparently Lobo's going to survive. Whatever. Well, I've heard nothing but good things about Krypton. Yeah, that's the thing. I heard it's it's a lot of fun. Like I enjoyed, I enjoyed. Like if I haven't seen like I'm about one episode, two episodes away from the end of season one, I've enjoyed it all. Like, and there's a lot of kind of you know, like, oh, that they're all British accents and stuff. I think I'm pretty sure it was filmed in England. It's filmed here. I oh, wasn't it? filmed up north. There you go. Yeah, and filmed. Yeah, but it's a whole fucking Star Wars. The bad guys. So they all speak British, don't they? Yeah, grand, cool. I'm all right. That's you just you accept that uh, as an Irish person. Except for I think the fact I'm all right with one that. thing that's taken me out of the whole thing is Jess. Oh, she's in the background. She's in one of the scenes. I'm like. I know you. She, You're not a body. She's in the few <laughs> scenes, but she's got a helmet on a few of them as well. Oh, I didn't see the helmet ones. Yeah. I was looking for the really I just know that if you, if you look, uh, uh, she posted <laughs> it up on her Facebook feed a few times where you see her face yep. and she's there. But then there's also ones like, oh, I'm in the background of this, but I've got a helmet Do we, on. When, when I saw her, all I could think about was that scene of Family Guy where Brian's in fucking Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Just> like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd start giving a, giving a shtick for that. Like, but no, fair fucking play for it. Like, but like I said, that was just the weird thing. I was like, I know her. I didn't realise she was in Krypton. Deadly. But uh, no, it's it's a good show. It's a lot of fun. And like I said, I can't wait to see that Irish lad as Lobo. Well, I mean, it's a sci-fi show, so it wasn't going to last any longer than two seasons. Yeah, but Lobo apparently is amazing. Yeah, I heard they do a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I heard they do a good job. And he is getting his own series. Yeah, man, he, he, he fucking apparently just nailed it. The only thing is, is the fact that he says Bastiche. I'd always thought that was Bastiche. Yeah. I don't care what the stiche is. There's no E It's not French. Of. Yeah. Oh, la la. Hey, I'm Lebeau. Yeah, Lebeau. Le Beau. Le Beau. 
Yeah. Ugh. Bastard. <laughs> I had to say that to him if I was in. Anyway, we call it there. Yeah. We've talked a lot of shit. We have. I want to go home and play some more Warframe. Warframe. Uh. Try one of them in as well for good measure. Was <laughs> fucking mountain of fucking action figures we're sitting in here as well. Yeah. Just for the uh, people, once again, who can't see us, we're actually recording this uh, in the stock room. And uh, there's just a mountain of fucking action figures that I have to process. It's my job tomorrow. And that and the uh, new releases are coming in as well, so... With all of them. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> living the life. Guy. I love working. It's awesome. Actually, I love my job. Yeah, and, yeah, incidentally, as I said earlier in the beginning, lads, if you do ever have an issue with us, don't let it get too far. Just talk to us. We're fairly agreeable chaps. I can be a bit of a cunt occasionally, but I'm fairly, you know, open and honest for conversation, so gives a show. Yeah? Yeah. I'm going to eat some of your biscuits. They look lovely. Yeah, have a biscuit. We'll have a biscuit. All right. Good luck.